0: 10.01 on Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Thank you so much for being with us. Uh, we appreciate uh, all our listeners, especially Fridays when we will uh, buy or sell. Coming up in uh, about 15 minutes with CJ uh, Nikowski, uh, voice of the Braves, the best broadcast team, best broadcast booth in the business. He's taken over for a lot of the Jeff Core games. Mm-hmm. And Glavin, too.
1: Glavin's backed away. Mm-hmm. And Glavin,
0: who's mm-hmm. living that nice life down there. At 30A, God bless him. I follow his wife. She's awesome. And that's where we all want to end up. If we, uh, I don't know, maybe 10 or 15 years. How much longer are you going to keep doing this? If you, It was your March choice. March 7th.
1: I'm going to Vegas, and I don't think I'll be back. That's but I've had a great run. You're
0: going for a a bachelorette, bachelorette party. party. Mm-hmm. And where are you guys staying?
1: Uh, I don't want to say.
0: Okay. Is it on the Strip? yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, is it like a surprise? You just don't want people stalking. I it. don't want people All stalking. Right, so you I, know, I we just
1: got off Facebook for some
0: issues. So listen, oh, you did. What? I just how long ago did that happen?
1: I didn't. Uh, this just didn't. You don't have to go making a huge announcement when you do it on the book of the face. You just yeah. log off. Are it's you so ag- are you
0: agitated by a couple of things or not? It's just
1: kind of weird stuff. It's just not necessary anymore. Right. Like so, your, the answer to your question is <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to understand where you're at. Like <laughs> I'm retiring soon. <laughs> okay. Maybe next week.
0: Do you see yourself? Uh, yeah, Don't forget it. We're not gonna. Do you see yourself being here? What will last longer, the next Falcon coaching regime, or or well, no, because it's usually about a three or four year run. Right,
1: that's fair. It's yeah, It's a
0: three sure. or four year run. And I hope Raheem's here for six or seven. God, I, I hope Raheem's a Mike Smith mm-hmm. run and not an Arthur Smith run. What do we think? Dade was. Uh, I'm gonna guess Mike Smith was seven years. Arthur Smith was three. I'm gonna say Dan Quinn was five. I mean I'll look it up but you know I'm just curious do you think you'll be somewhere in that realm
1: Yes okay yes. I'm ha- listen this is the greatest job ever This is fun This is 2 hours for 2 three hours. days a week Yeah So what about you you, have to you come- thought about that You love it I you need to, to be dude, hurt. I have to, I need to be no, hurt. I don't need to
0: be hurt I don't need to be heard. <laughs> but this is fun like I mean it is fun. It's we're coming best. in and talking about you know how often do I get to talk about the dynasty and Tom Brady we get only on Mondays <laughs> only a, 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 I I
1: told I was telling him during the break that episode three dropped last know. night around nine o'clock. I was like, yeah. well, "This is
0: interesting." So, suddenly, yeah. I mean, now I've got my plan for the evening. So, mm-hmm. um, a couple of things want to mention as well. Uh, Hawks start back there. Uh, it's not the second half of the season. They only have twenty six games left, but they're they're going tonight. Uh, Atlanta United is tomorrow, tomorrow two
1: o'clock in Columbus. Mm-hmm.
0: So Columbus is good, right? They eliminated uh, the defending the champs. Oh, they won good. it all. Okay, yeah. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Uh, so that's big. And then, uh, the combine is Monday, yeah, starting Monday. Monday. So a lot of that stuff is going on.
1: The I- race is Sunday. NASCAR fans. I know it's going to be perfect weather. Get down there and support our locals. It is. I'm telling you, if you want to watch a great race drivers, there's 37 of them. It's their favorite track to drive if you were to poll each of them. They literally had the promo running from Dale Earnhardt Jr. saying, if I was to tell NASCAR fans and point to one race to go to, it's this one. So the banks on those corners are freaking 28, and it is up and at them, and it's so fun. So that's Sunday at 2 o'clock on Fox.
0: Yeah, and uh, Braves baseball back against Tampa. We have not announced the starter, right? Yeah, tomorrow. Um We will...
1: Tomorrow, 1 o'clock. Today, we'll find
0: out who's going to pitch. That's right. All right. Uh, Shannon Sharp is just blowing up, man. I mean, he leaves um, our buddy, uh, that silly little show on on Fox Sports. Who is he working with? Skip Bayless. Uh, Um, He's back on ESPN. He's got this podcast where he put on Cat Williams. The thing went crazy. mm -hmm. Then he had Monique on, I think, last week. Yeah. And then now he goes back to a regular sports guest. He's got Johnny Manziel on there which was pretty compelling stuff overall. Johnny Vancell basically saying, oh, yeah, I lost 35 pounds. And Shannon's like, well, how, how's that happen? Um, a lot of blow. Like, that's how it happens. Like, no qual- no qualms. I was doing a ton of cocaine. I lost a lot of weight. So he is dropping truth bombs, right? Here he is talking about his relationship with Brian Hoyer in Cleveland. We'll get to the Reggie Bush stuff in a second.
2: Brian Hoyer had been waiting on opportunity to be able to go really provide for his family, get an opportunity, and he saw how much of an upper hand he had on me, mm-hmm. and he didn't hold back when it came to that. So there was instances in the quarterback room early on where I would ask the same question a couple times, and he'd be at the head of the table and go, again, we're doing this again? Oh, okay. Do yeah. um, you don't- have a problem with that? No, and I also don't think it was hard to
0: make Johnny Manzo look bad back then, right? He literally told us he never studied film, couldn't care less about it, didn't do any of that at Texas A&M, similar to what Mike Vick told you with the Jim Moore. Jim Moore used to give him CDs back then to watch game film. He'd throw them in the back yeah. of his car, and he never yeah. took a look at them. Johnny Manzo was the same guy. Yeah, your
1: teammates aren't exactly uh, amused with this. Right. We're trying to make a living, and we're trying to stay healthy. Yeah, and, and I
0: think, by the yeah. way, they weren't friends— and I think you should treat a co-worker a certain respect. But also he knew, you know, the more I emphasize this kid isn't ready to play, the better chance I have. Right. And every time he keeps asking the same question, I'm putting myself in a better light. And there's a quarterback coach in there that that, that uh, the head coach of the Browns is going to ask, how's Johnny Manziel coming along? The more you can be in the quarterback coach's head to say, no, he's, he's, he's struggling, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Not that he no, needs see. Brian Hoyer to point yeah. that out, right? You just need to be around Johnny Menzel. It's just
1: such an intimate room. There's four people know, that in a doesn't room. I normally... I just, I don't know how you go to work every day like that, well, yeah. except that Hoyer probably had enough of the nonsense.
0: Dude, we worked in a situation where we had a producer that used to roll his eyes when I said, I don't want to talk about this. I want to talk about lifestyle, and I want to talk about food, and I want to talk about – and he's like, no, you got to stick to this. And, like, I-, I was in that every morning dealing with it. Yeah. Eye rolls – Back of the, uh, remember how toxic that was? Mm-hmm. This guy's trying to tell us how to do our show because he wants to talk about the Braves, three hundred sixty-five, uh, seven days a week, right? Mm-hmm. When I knew better, and I know what people want to talk about, which is everything, right? Which that's is exactly lifestyle, right. and getting the eye rolls. When's the next show? The real sports guy's coming in, so yeah, that's not fun, mm-hmm. right? So co-workers do do that to yeah, each other. I, no,
1: that's why I, th- I just thought <laughs> that's a room of three or four, Yeah, two, and, so. and we
0: were four or five mm-hmm. It's toxic. Situation. It
1: does. It's a toxic it way to it, go to work. Yeah, absolutely. Which is why we're not there anymore.
0: <laughs> yes, which is why Larry and his truck just gave it's, me a, he just, do you see what he just said? You guys are back together. Give me a pass. You're welcome. He said, because of you. That, well, again, of you again. All right, here Another he is. Another one. Talking about <laughs> Reggie. He's talking about Reggie Bush. <laughs> Reggie Bush did some stuff, but I might have, too.
2: Do you believe Reggie should get his Heisman trophy back? Without a doubt. It's it's legal now. What Reggie did then is legal now that somebody could do. Right. It wouldn't make him ineligible now, even though it did at the time. And in the grand scheme of things, I probably did way worse than Reggie. Right. And everybody's going to sit here and be like, why does he still have his Heisman but Reggie doesn't? And I can tell you the exact reason why. I explained this on Twitter and people didn't really understand it, but the way I was told, because the last three, four years, he deserves to be on that stage with us every year. Right.
0: So Johnny Manziel is saying, of course, I took money. I took gifts. I took everything. Like, if you don't think that's going on at every single SEC school to keep players, of course, that's what was right. happening. Georgia did it. Auburn did it. Um, you know, uh, Charles Barkley said I took a pay cut to go to the NBA when he was <laughs> at Auburn. I mean, it's true. Like, yeah, it's not even, course. it's funny, but Johnny Manziel's like, I did way worse. Of course he did. He just happened to get caught. Here's more on Reggie Bush. Get your thoughts on this, Sandy.
2: What I've been told is that Reggie can't get his Heisman Trophy back until the NCAA um, makes his records and his accolades on the field for that year reinstated. Okay. As we know what the NCAA is now, what do you think the chances are that they're going to do the right thing? So he
0: says, I am the number one. One uh, supporter, um, advocate in Reggie. that room okay. every year, nobody more than myself is pushing for Reggie Bush. Mm-hmm. He called him the greatest college football player that he's ever seen.
1: In the Heisman room. In the, Yes. It, okay. Every yeah. year when okay. he's there.
0: Yeah. And it's kind of interesting that he's the He goes, I don't have the juice I used to have. I may be the only freshman to win the Heisman. goes, and I don't have the same. Like every year that goes by, I'm less. I'm less. Well, do you relevant. agree
1: that the NCAA has less and less power y- as each hour approaches? Like they, they just don't y- hold y- the gravitas. that y- they Yes,
0: use. you're right about the power, and you're also right that people are like, oh, whatever. Like, okay, yeah, they got his parents a house, and USC broke rules, and Texas A&M broke rules, and Georgia broke rules, and Auburn. I mean, they all did it. And Cam Newton's dad asked for a bucket of money from Mississippi State. And uh, Johnny Manziel's dad asked for $3 million from Texas A&M. And Reggie Bush just happens to be the scapegoat because he got busted really badly. I think everybody would be comfortable with Reggie Bush being back there and giving him back Yeah, perception's
1: trophy. reality, so I think he's in good shape. R- Reggie, I, I find it interesting that Manziel is the know, one front and center. I know.
0: He does sound... Pretty articulate. That documentary, clear.
1: did you guys all watch that documentary? Yeah, yeah. It's really good. The only thing that really bothered me was at the end, where I believe he's smoking a joint at that and he's, barbecue. Well, he's definitely
0: drinking beer to open yeah. it, right? So he's he just
1: talks about trying to get sober, and, and it doesn't... But
0: does he talk about trying to get sober? He talks about, I was... Messed up.
1: He talked about rehab and then breaking out of rehab, or right. whatever. I mean, as I he's drinking that.
0: a beer during the during the yeah. documentary. Listen, he's not sober, Johnny Manziel doesn't appear to be, but he does appear to be clear thinking in this video. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to tell you. AA will tell you that you can't have a half a sip of wine or a gummy. Other folks will say you can learn moderation. Most addicts learning moderation is not something. Um, you know, anybody play golf with John Daly lately? You know, he's a lot of fun, but, I, you know, uh, he's also a guy that's been down that road. So, listen, it is what it is with Johnny Manziel. It's just I'm make, pulling
1: for him. I mean, he's very likable in that he doc, is in Don't that inter- you agree? Like, I, he's just – I he's, think
0: he's really likable in yeah. this interview especially. Yeah. I mean, he sits forward in that chair and starts talking about Reggie Bush. Like, let's call this guy – and I – dude, Reggie Bush – Todd Gurley was a little bit like this to me, That that if you're on the 22-yard line and you give him an inside handoff – there's a chance he's going 80 yards every single time. You felt like, like if, if he gets a little crack here, he's going to be gone. And I felt that way a little bit about Curly, but Reggie Bush more than anybody. Yeah. yeah. And what a star he was in New Orleans, mm-hmm. and and fits that he gave the Falcons, dude. And
1: people that do business with Reggie and have worked with Reggie are fantastic. They love Reggie. Yeah. Reggie does business.
0: Dude, he, he he's a star, dude. Yeah. He's a big. He's dude. a star, dude. He's a star, dude. Dude, dude, bro. Uh, where are we so ha-
1: excited for CJ next? So excited, Braves Baseball. This is good.
0: Hey, this hour is brought to you by the Man Cave Store. Up your Man Cave game this season, visit mancavestore.com.
1: Hey, and- we're talking about all these video games and all that, especially all these like vintage games at Man Cave Store. It's right there up in uh Jim- off of Jimmy Carter on, on yeah. I call it yeah. like Furniture yeah. Row. Go in there and see how they have combined like 30 games in one apparatus that you can have in your house. They're awesome. So if you're Bobby there, this.
0: If you're there with Bobby V this weekend at the Man Cave store as a dude, that's a good outing. Oh, my
1: goodness, yes. That's and, a good outing. And, and just like, play Golden Tee. Take my 12-year-old new... if oh I have my, Bobby. You'll cry. Yeah, it's great. All right. Finance and just take it home. Bobby, Life's we got short. two
0: things to do this weekend, Bobby. Watch the Dynasty at least three or four times. And then go <laughs> to the Man Cave store. That's right. Two things we have to do. <laughs> that's right. CJ Nikowski, and we come back live from Florida. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.
1: Sports
3: Radio 929 The Game. Army, Sports Radio
0: 929 The Game. Thanks Shapiro, Sandra Golden. We're headed to Northport, Florida. He's the voice of the Braves. I mean, Sandra, you're just gushing over this guy. Listen, like, he's you got, guys, Did you guys date back in the day or an, something? An, like, what is listen, going on Listen, I'm
1: yet? sure CJ doesn't even remember me, but I covered the Braves when he was here in 2004, and I always was like, he is so funny and so smart, and teammates right. love him. And you know what? He is a real journalist. Journalist! Six or seven Emmys, you'll ask Wow, when he's coming. He's CJ, very good. What
3: kind of lead-in is that, CJ? That's big, right? <laughs> It uh, doesn't get any better. So two things: one, yes, I remember. Uh, that's one. Two, I'm. Uh, you're not going all the way down to Northport. I'm sitting up in Alpharetta right now. Oh, oh, you're, back. Back oh, oh back you're, back. you're back from spring trip. Oh, you're back. You're back from the. So uh, exciting. So
0: get it. Get. Did you? Were you living in Atlanta and doing the Rangers or what? Give us a little bit of your journey over the last uh, ten years, and then I, we got to get into the baseball journey
3: as well as a player. Yeah, so it goes back a little further than that. I played here for a little while in 2004, and then we moved here uh, in 2006. So we've been here 18 years okay. uh, while I was still playing. While I was playing in J- we actually moved here right before I left to go to Japan and then Korea. And then so, yeah, I was doing back and forth seven years with the Texas Rangers. And I was just I was doing the travel thing and spending about 130 or so nights uh, away from home. Uh, it was a great job and a great gig and, and great people, uh, but definitely was starting to weigh on me a little bit. Did and you so meet the your, opportunity to come here? Did yeah, you meet
1: your wife great. here?
3: No, we met in college. We've been okay. married for 25 years, and we met all the way back uh, when I transferred to St. John's in New York. Uh, I transferred there in the fall of 1992. It was the first time I ever saw her, and uh, yeah, we've been together since. So, if we were to ask her, the top two places she enjoyed living through those
0: journeys, and Ooh. the two pl- and the two places, uh, we're, we're going to be nice. We'll say nice folks, yeah. nice folks, but we're not putting at the top of our list. What would Mrs. Nitkowski say were her top two travels and maybe not at the top of the list?
3: Yeah, that's a a really good one because, you know, there's certain places like even in the minor leagues where nice communities and everyone was comfortable. Maybe the kids enjoyed it when they were younger. And then there's, you know, what have been the best places that you've played? I'm not saying it because I'm here. There's a reason why we've lived here for 18 years, and that's because uh, when we played here, we fell in love with it and knew that we wanted to kind of make this uh, our place to to call home for good. Uh, So Atlanta, I would assume for her, Uh, is right at the very top of the list. I played for the Houston Astros uh, when they were a much more likable franchise in the late 90s, and we ended up living in Houston for about eight or nine years before we moved here. Um, So I think she enjoyed that one um, as well. And then there's just all the fun experiences that you have along the way. I would say that she might put Oklahoma City near the bottom just because she never had to deal with, uh, with tornadoes before, right. uh, which she did when I was on the road and the kids were really young, uh, so that was a tough one for her. For a girl from New Jersey, dealing with tornadoes in the middle of Oklahoma uh, was a little bit of a challenge. But I, there was never—I don't never recall—we were in a place that we didn't like. It Was a bad place. How was? Um, but I think those kind of experiences. How was the
0: food? How's the food scene in in
3: Japan and Korea? Sounds like that. Oh, or- we loved it. We loved it. Yeah, I you know, I hate to say this because I, I love both countries, but I like the Japanese food more. And this is really going to make uh, Korean folks mad. I like Korean barbecue in Japan better than I did. Oh in Korea. no! Wow. Oh, Jesus. Well, because the, I, I know mine. the Yakiniku style of Japanese mine. barbecue, um, but they style. were all great. Like, a lot of spice in uh, Korea, and I am not a spicy guy, so uh, that that's probably the one it, thing. But they had a lot of Western options, and I absolutely loved Seoul, uh, South Korea. Great and, town. And my two youngest would love to go back. They went to school in Japan when I was playing there for a little while, and they have some really good memories. Uh, and they're dying to get back at some point. So really no complaints. But if you made me pick, uh, I would take the Japanese. Check
0: story. out Heirloom Barbecue, by the way, if you haven't. Korean okay. uh, mm-hmm. wife. Yeah. Southern, uh, old school Alabama, southern guy. They have that combination right. of Korean uh, slash southern barbecue. So that's our little mm-hmm. tidbit. Heirloom Barbecue. There you go. Hey, did you My ever? My son
3: yeah. loves Korean barbecue. My oldest, he's 24, went to Georgia College and graduated. And, uh, he absolutely uh He loves Korean barbecue. CJ Nitkowski
0: with us. We won the World Series a few years ago. Your team, you covered, won it last year. This is a team that's favored to be at the top. What do all those teams have in common, and how hard is it to have it all come together at the right time, like happened for the Rangers and happened for the Braves a few years ago?
3: Yeah, it's an interesting, right? You go back and you look at the Braves' win totals over the last three years, and it was the one that when they were in the 80s that they won the World Series in the two years in which they won better than 100 games, they did not come home with a championship ring. What I learned from watching the Rangers last year, in my first six years they were a sub-500 team. They bring in Bruce Bochy. They continue to spend a lot of money over the last couple of years and bring in some big-time uh, players, and then all of a sudden um, it just clicked. And it was a really good year. They were on pace to win better than 100 games. And then all of a sudden we find out, you know what, man, they limped into the postseason. And I really didn't think they were going to win, quite honestly, because they dropped three out of four uh, the last series against Seattle. They lost the division the last day. So they went from if had they won the last day of the season, they're going home for five days, just like the uh, Braves did mm-hmm. to get that break. Instead, they lost. The Astros won. They had to fly from Seattle to Tampa to start the postseason. I was like, man, these guys they are they're probably done. It's really unfortunate. And they got hot at the right time. A couple of guys stepped up. That bullpen on paper is nothing like the Braves have right now. That bullpen was really light, um, but they got it going at the right time. Offense was awake. You had guys that stepped up, and and that's what it's about. I mean, I will never, ever say again that you need momentum going into the postseason because the Rangers had none. They had absolutely no momentum whatsoever. So it's really hard, obviously, to win a World Series. You feel like you could have everything right and uh, every player right, and you could get bounced in the first round. And then you could sit there and limp in the way that the Rangers did and win it all. So it really just comes down to game by game, as boring as that may sound, um, and making sure that guys are healthy and stepping up. And then other guys, when a guy goes down like Max Scherzer, somebody else steps in and does the job. And that was Jordan Montgomery for the Rangers last year.
1: CJ, tell us about spring training because we hear don't look at that stat or this really matters. When you go down and been a part of spring training, what matters?
3: Health. Right? I mean, especially for this roster, right? There's so many solidified spots. There's very few battles going on. There's very little... That is unsettled, and it's not just that you have your you know position players and your pitchers locked in, uh, but you have really good ones, right? A really strong roster. So for me, it becomes about keeping an eye on health. It was interesting talking to Spencer Strider about his spring and how does he treat it. And what he said was, you know, last year I knew my place on the team for the first time, and so he almost you know was playing around with some different ideas in spring and almost felt like he didn't say this exactly, but I got the impression that he felt like he was pacing himself mm-hmm. and then realized he wasn't actually where he needed to be to start the season, and so now. As I'm cranking it up almost immediately. Live batting practice against Austin Riley and Matt Olsen before position players even report. And learning from what uh, his experiences were a year ago to make sure that he's ready to go from day one. I would say that for the Braves, based on recent history, the other part of that is how do you make sure that you're ready to go uh, into the postseason? Obviously, you got to win the division and get there first. Uh, but this is also a team that has had a you know a couple of bumps in the road right before the postseason has started yeah. with injuries. Uh, so health is the big one. Health is always the big one. I don't think you're worried about talent level or anything else like that. Uh, and Just making sure that everybody's getting their work in, they're feeling strong, and you start the season with everybody you thought you were going to start the season with.
0: How well do you know Chris Sale and um, what does he add on a lot of areas, not just talent, but what does he add to the roster?
3: Yeah, I did not get a chance to talk to him when I was down in Northport, but certainly have watched him a lot. Over the years, uh, I think we've heard a lot about what he brings, kind of the intangibles, and you've heard other guys already talk about it. Another thing that I heard from some of the pitchers was uh, you knew right away that he was all about winning, and that is welcomed here in a big way uh, because, of course, this team has a legitimate chance to win a World Series again. So, from that standpoint, there was an immediate fit in. Then it's what, you know, that extra level. One thing I've said to people that, um, you know, you take it for what it's worth, and, you know, sometimes you don't, do you need to be animated? Do you need to be loud? I used a couple examples of things I saw over the course of my career. When I was playing in Houston in 1998, we traded for Randy Johnson. Uh, that was a team that won 102 games. We got him at the deadline. He changed the dynamic of that clubhouse in a way that you didn't think you needed, right, because things were going great. team was really good. Here comes Randy Johnson. He's animated. He's fired up. He's a nasty lefty that comes from a low-arm angle, and you know it's, it's a, you know it's a mosh pit every time he took the mound. And there was something, too, that I think everyone else was drawn to, and it elevated the team. Max Scherzer last year, when he got to Arlington and seeing that uh, firsthand, this team was on its way and playing really well. Here comes Max Scherzer, and he changed the dynamic of the clubhouse in a way that you didn't think was even necessary. And I think it made all the difference in the world. I know he got hurt, and he was trying to give it everything he had uh, in the postseason, but there was an element there that was added that I don't think anybody felt like was necessarily needed. And also, you're like, oh, yeah, we kind of needed this. And yep. so, perhaps not knowing this clubhouse that well yet in Atlanta, that Chris Sale is going to bring that same kind of intensity, that same kind of additional uh, influence that's animated, that's competitive, that an already good team may not have realized they needed. All right, let's do it, right? A uh, little we'll buy or sell. Here we go. Right, so no. It's time for buy, <laughs> buy or sell. Sell. On the steakhouse.
1: Did you just say you were nervous?
3: Yes, I saw all the talk about this. I'm like, for me, I feel like this (laughs) is where the focus is. Nobody cares about what we just talked about (laughs) the last 10 minutes. Don't blow this.
1: (laughs) You're going to be great. Okay, so uh, uh, you and Steg are both going to answer all the fun I'm going to host. All right, first up, CJ, baseball pants should never be white by herself.
3: Uh, I will sell that. I don't mind them being white. My bigger thing is they can't be see-through like they <laughs> currently are right now, apparently, uh, in Major League Baseball. There's a real pants issue, but I'm okay with white. Yeah, it's white.
0: not a good look happening now, but I'm okay with it, by. I can... mean, they're
1: really not flattering on a lot, a lot of, yeah. no. I mean, well, listen, some, my, but
0: okay. Uh, I'm, listen, I'm not wearing white anytime Th- soon, but these neither. guys are uh, unique athletes.
1: Raw oyster steak, uh, by or
0: bye. bye, I'm a New Orleans guy, I love oysters, bye.
1: CJ.
3: Uh, Absolutely buy. Sounds delicious. I I heard
1: Venice has some of the best raw oyster joints and happy hours down there where you guys are watching for Northport. There you go. Uh, Spencer Strider wins the National League Cy Young. Buy or sell CJ?
3: Uh, It's an easy buy. I would say also that Max Fried should be in the conversation. The Braves are the only team in baseball that have two top ten uh, pitchers, I think the between the two of them, we'll be having this conversation late into September. But it's an easy buy based on the area. Yeah,
0: there's only a few guys even that are at his level. I buy his stuff's nasty. If the curveball is for real, yes, I buy.
1: You're digging Beyonce doing country so music. Buy or sell CJ? Ah.
3: Uh, <laughs> This seems like a really controversial topic that I don't want to be very careful of. Um, but I don't know. About, you know I, this is going to be another terrible thing I'm going to say. I, I, not that I'm not a Beyonce guy, but I don't, don't know much about her music. I haven't listened to a lot of it. And uh, I, I don't know. I like where we are You're, Rory on, with the country, so. You're yeah, on the fence here. Yeah, you got to buy hey, listen, so, What about a soft sell? Soft is sell is such, such a thing? You know, it's good. Okay. I, it's okay. I, I,
0: buy, I don't know why that song's getting any, you know, purists say it's not country. I buy it. I buy all the way.
1: It's the number
0: one uh, stream. And R&B. Sh- yes, yep.
1: fantastic. All right. Uh, buy or sell steak going to the zoo?
0: Well, um, I have a lot of friends at Zoo Atlanta, so I'm going to buy. Listen, uh, my kids are 19, 17, and 12. We're not going there too mm-hmm. often, but I buy going to the zoo.
1: CJ, don't you think steak's kind of waffling there? No, i not waffling. Did you hear I love Zoo Atlanta.
0: Bit. I love Zoo Atlanta.
1: Okay. So so- a wa-
3: little bit. Yeah. So I'm going to sell as it stands right now because I'm older, but my kid's 24, 22, and 16. However... I very much am looking forward to taking some gran- grandkids. Grandkids.
1: Yes. grandkids to
0: the zoo.
3: But that's when I'll be buying again, but currently so. So
1: in case you were wondering, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift yeah, spent was, the day at the yes, zoo in Sydney the zoo. yesterday.
3: I was so. wondering. I was, yeah. I was wondering you. a lot yeah. about it.
1: Yeah. Buy or sell. Broadcasting games is better than hosting in the studio. Buy or sell, CJ.
3: Oh, easy buy. Get asked that question a lot. You know, I've been fortunate to do just about every role in this industry. Nothing beats being at the ballpark, all the action, all the fans, and the opportunity to be a part of a big moment. Yeah, who wants to be in in a studio? I mean, buy well, some people prefer that. Really? Just, yeah. yeah. If you store. like makeup, that's your spot. boom! I, <laughs> sure. I, I buy the uh, broadcast.
1: Buy or sell? steak. Charlie Woods will win a PGA event in the next three years. Tiger's son Charlie. I
0: know he was uh, 16 over yesterday. No, he, that's not going to happen. He's a nice golfer, but I mean, he's no—he's no factor if his name isn't Woods. So I sell. C.J.
3: Uh, also sell. He's only like what? 15? 15? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, a little early. Yeah, this poor kid. I can't imagine trying to be Tiger Woods. Yeah, and
0: he's getting heat free in 16 over. Like, bro, what do you expect in this situation?
1: Well, we expect him to win. That's what we expect. CJ, are you a good Ah. golfer? You enjoy golfing?
3: Uh, So, also selling my golf game. I really (laughs) like playing. I haven't played in a few years. Had back surgery last year. I'm trying to get my act together. I would like to be back out there, Um, but it's been a few years.
1: Spring training is too long. Buy or sell, CJ?
3: All right, so as a player, you always feel like it's too long. I am going to sell because the reality is you need those six weeks. Whenever we see players that sign late and join spring training a couple of weeks in, they never get off to a good start. It's just a necessary evil.
0: Uh, way too long, especially as a media guy. <laughs> I mean, my yeah. God. I got. We have four and a half. How many more weeks do we have to keep trying to I make stories? Yeah. How, March so 28th is opening day. Yeah, yeah in yeah. Philadelphia. I buy way too long.
1: Dan Patrick, buy or sell, CJ.
3: Oh my gosh. We just got to flat out, like, no reason, just we like him or yeah. dislike well, there, him. Yeah, that's There's what a we're reason. doing here.
1: Hold on. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I
3: don't get the details. I mean, obviously, he's, you know, he's a legend in the industry. I, I don't watch his show, haven't seen it in a few years, but outside of anything that you're about to tell us, I mean, I, I don't dislike him, okay. so I have to buy. I
0: buy Dan Patrick. I, his, uh, his product now, I don't consume, but, you know. Uh, him and the I don't like the whole Danette thing that he yeah, does. Yeah. Like there's me and then the Danettes. I don't mm-hmm. think anybody
3: wants to be titled that. But yes. I buy Dan Patrick.
1: Uh, C.J., do you know that many people say you sound exactly like Dan Patrick, which is a great. Oh, compliment. I thought we were
3: talking about the uh, lieutenant governor from Texas. This oh, is no. different. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh you sorry, you have my bad. The um, yeah, Patrick.
0: You, you oh, and, really? You've, you've heard, heard that before? Pipes.
3: Pipes. No, I've never heard that. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's. I so- have people asking me. I, I don't. I you mean, I'm just listen. I'm just happy to be working. Yeah. So, hopefully, I will tell you that the person who's heard my voice the most does not find it as pleasurable, maybe, as others might think. And that, of course, is uh, my wife.
1: Your sweet wife. Ron Washington. Okay, Braves are going to miss Ron Washington more than we realize. Buy or sell?
3: I am going to sell because Matt Tuiasosopo is a former teammate of mine. He is now the third-base coach for... Uh, the Atlanta Braves he could not be a better human being he is the guy that you are rooting for to be awesome at this job he's also a former infielder Walt Weiss of course is the bench coach but he is a former infielder former rookie of the year they have what they need to get it done uh, Walt Weiss too by the way from my small hometown of Suffer New York he oh, and I wow. both yeah uh, he grew up right down the street from me a little bit older and so I I'm pulling so hard for the success of these guys and obviously Walt's had I a ton but it, but Tui is new um, and getting this opportunity. So, yes, Wash was amazing. And Tui, you'll see some of the stuff on the, on the pre preview show coming up in the middle of the month, talked about the things that he picked up and coaching third base and working from infielder, so he's passing it on. And we'll miss the personality, uh, but the work will get done. Love it. I mean, it, you answer. talk about a dissertation. I this know. guy, are you his agent? <laughs> My god, no, I'm just I love, it. I, I love him so much. No, no, listen, I love that so much. The, you're
0: yeah. asking me, we'll miss uh, Wash yeah. like tangible. Like, I think, are we gonna no, miss him? No, I mean, he's a great guy and he was great with infielder's. But no third base coach affects the success of a team, okay. and I totally agree with the, the staff they have now. We still have the best staff in baseball, even losing Ron Washington.
1: Right on. Right? Okay, that's a good answer. And last but not least, the Savannah Bananas, buy or sell? Buy or sell? CJ.
3: <laughs> so I'm kind of, this is my cranky old man. I, I mean, I get it. I'm, I'm really happy that they're doing well and people like seeing them. Um, would I take dollars out of my pocket to watch? Probably not. Wow. Okay. And so that's why it's a sell for me. Hating
0: yeah. on the bananas. That's, I like yeah, the that's, honesty. Yeah. Disliking. Yeah. I mean, uh, I like watching a chubby Johnny Damon run around the bases uh, twice (laughs) a year, right? Uh, I, yeah. bu- I buy the Savannah Bananas.
1: And we're playing this because they they play Can't Stop the Peeling. Get it? with the bananas. Oh, <laughs>
0: Can't Stop the <laughs> Peeling. No, so they're
1: coming to uh, Cool Ray Field. And if you go, it's sold out in like one second. And the nice. uh, the cheapest ticket is over $700 to get in. So it's, it's cool. So I know it's crazy. So, wow. wow. I know. CJ, you did very well. What do you think of it? Well
3: done, CJ. Uh, yeah, I don't have to be concerned if we ever do it again. I'm way now less you know. concerned about how I was coming into this. Outside right. of like, I, you know, I know like if you say something bad about Taylor Swift, you're going to get hammered. I feel like I might have opened myself up a little bit on Beyonce. Yeah, no, uh, you're fine. Hopefully not. Yeah, we'll okay. put
0: your uh, we'll put your social media for Beyonce lovers for yeah. sure. Thanks, CJ. <laughs> we'll CJ, see you. you. We'll see you at the ballpark. Great job, Sandy. That's buy or sell with the newest voice of the Braves, CJ Nikowski. We'll wrap it up. Three strikes. Sports Radio 92.9, the game.
3: In honor of Black History Month, Sports Radio. Now more of the Steakhouse. Make some damn noise. Sports Radio 92.9, the game.
0: 10 o'clock hour brought to you by the Man Cave Store. Up your Man Cave game this season. Visit Man Cave Game, mancavestore.com. Big game of nights, the Hawks tonight, Raptors. Uh, I'm not happy about uh, Anyeka Kangu out. Nothing against Bruno Fernandez. Nice guy, but way too many minutes for a guy that is limited. Bruno Fernandez. What did I say? Fernandez? Bruno Fernando. We don't talk about Bruno. We don't, no. no. Um, so that's what's going on tonight. Raptors and Hawks Sunday got the Magic. Tuesday got the Jazz. And uh, Atlanta United start their season tomorrow in Columbus. Tomorrow at 2 o'clock,
1: Atlanta United just released their roster and what's going on. So if you want to take a look at that as well, don't forget about the race. Best. Atlanta Motor Speedway coming up Sunday at 2.30.
0: All right, uh, here's our three strikes questions. Fill the lines. Please show us respect. I mean, that's the least you can do. We just gave you a whole week of at least above-average entertainment. <laughs> least, but better than mediocre. Definitely better than mediocre. Fair Baseball enough. voice of your childhood the baseball voice of your childhood, the farthest you've ever been from home. The farthest. We were talking about Japan and Korea uh, with Mr. Uh, C.J. Nitwisky and... Nitkowski. Say it again?
1: Nitkowski. What did
0: I call him? Nowitzki. Uh, Oh, Nowitzki. (laughs) What's the matter with me, dude? Get it together. Pronounce some names on the radio. Listen, I pride myself on getting it
1: wrong, so I'm certainly not correcting you. not
0: behaving like a journalist. Journalist! (laughs) (laughs) And the... uh, something in your closet that it's time to throw out. Something in your closet, it's time to throw out. I've got uh I've got a, <laughs> I've got a Tulane football half shirt like a receiver shirt. Yeah, that has like, to go that's now. That's mesh. That's mm-hmm. mesh. Oh, now I would never wear it. So why but, do you have it?
1: I heard you talking yesterday about Kimberly possibly being, you know, just ho- keeps too much stuff.
0: Yeah, hoarder a little bit. She went she doesn't like the word hoarder. I said cl- clutterer. I You said
1: hoarder, but I knew what you meant. Like yeah. just yeah.
0: yeah, get rid of stuff. Yeah, piles of stuff and corners and.
1: So would you let somebody come in and clear out your closet? Yeah,
0: but yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, for sure. So
1: that two lane shirt it should be up front, it, right? So, just so it's easy to get.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, goodwill, but I don't want to get rid of my. I have my fraternity shirt. I don't get rid of that. No, because my daughters may want it or wear it or something, right? You know, but I was, even
1: the half shirt you could make into something cute for her. You think? What's your tiniest it's daughter? A mesh. She could wear? <laughs> it's
0: a mess. All right, uh, baseball voice to your childhood, the farthest sure it
1: is a mesh. you've
0: ever <laughs> been from home, it is a hot mesh, and something in your closet <sighs> that it's time to throw out. 404-726-0929. 404-726-0929. You know the number, call it.
3: So what's your take? I'm very upset. It's time for you
1: to sound off with three strikes. Bring it the On the
0: Steakhouse. On
1: Sports Radio 92.9, The Game.
0: You got anything in your closet you want to throw out right now? Plenty of stuff. I'm doing the major.
1: I am. Major closet clear out.
0: Uh, Doug and Jefferson, what's the baseball voice of your childhood? Ben Scully. Farthest you've ever been from home? Switzerland. Something in your closet time to throw out?
2: Some old blue jeans.
0: Hey Freddie in Duluth, who's the baseball voice of your childhood? Kiner, New York Mets. Farthest you've ever been from home? Vienna. Something in your closet, time to toss. Matt Ryan jersey. Okay.
1: You probably sell that thing.
0: Maybe. Uh we got Fred in Oh, Fred and Duluth? Did we just take him? Okay. Hey, Freddie. What's the baseball voice of your childhood? Hey John, what's the baseball voice of your childhood?
2: Uh,
0: no. Johnny, you there? I got some problems. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. What's the baseball voice? Come on, dude. Of your, what's the baseball Skip voice? Skip man. Growing up That's with what your I dad, listen. Listen yeah. To, TBS on, on the super station.
1: Heck yeah, Pete Van Weren and Skip.
0: I was Ned Martin and Jim Woods. Okay. Was doing games, uh baseball games. Kirk Gowdy, no. Sean McDonough, who does games for ESPN, grew up with him. All right, we got one more call here.
1: Who is this week in baseball? Mel, Mel Allen, Allen yeah. That we used to watch. This week in, in baseball. baseball.
0: All right, we're gonna wrap. Okay, whatever. We'll say hi to Andy and Randy. Coming up, what's radio 929 game? Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Jack go! Every Tuesday night at 10.
1: Jason Longshore gets you caught up with the world of soccer with Atlanta Soccer Tonight.